8,000. 8,000. 3,000. Yeah, you'd end up with Gosh. Most of the numbers that's, wow. that's west of Most of the numbers were right. That's, that's okay. close to my house. Thank you. <laughs> uh, three, okay, corner of Windsor and Duncan. Nope. I'm still getting it wrong. It's getting worse. April, <laughs> first, April 1st was Thursday, Tamara. <laughs> we're on the corner of Springfield, Springfield and Duncan. 3,000 West Springfield, Champaign, this Illinois. This would be Steve Brown, one of our experts who's coming to save the day. <laughs> morning, Steve. Good morning, Tamara. Oh, we How also have you? John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. Hey, and, and Marianne Betts. Good morning, morning. Tamara. If you want to join us on the phone lines, our number is 217-356-9397. That is 356-WDWS or text us at 351-5357. Of those numbers, I'm sure. Cool. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know those. For yeah, right seriously. <laughs> I don't know any of them. So, these guys, I don't know how much you had a chance to walk around today, Tamara, if you walked out oh, in the Cravo, you know, the just big greenhouse out there or not. But I did. these guys just have it looking so fine. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that that much color, that much in place? And it's so stuffed. It oh, is stuffed. so much stuff to look at. It doesn't look stuff though it just looks beautiful it looks great doesn't it stuffed with it's plants stuffed. Yeah. comfortable aisles it's comfortable really spacing comfortable yeah. shopping yeah definitely and we got some open house specials that are today only yes today or and 99 cent four packs of flowers annuals and vegetables and herbs that's for, like nice. amazing it's like john said last week it's a 70s early 70s price maybe Something like that. You guys yeah. keep talking about these numbers. I just don't remember. <laughs> Man, you had fun that decade then. <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> yeah, um, today is the last day of your spring open house. Yeah, so we've got that going on, and we've got 30% off all cactus and succulents, which is heavily shocked last week. And we've got some great herbs out there in three-and-a-half-inch pots for 167 Wow. Great selection. And there's some perennials out there. Some. A few. Some. A few. thousand. What, what, That's what I was going to say. Tell me what uh, you said, John. <laughs> uh, it was 5,440. You I did remember. the math, huh? But yes. who's counting, right? Yeah. Uh, those that put them down will be counting. So anyway, they're 397 for a half-gallon pot, right? And they wow. look fabulous. Incredible. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Just so there's a uh, nice selection of heucheras, an incredible selection of hosta in that group, uh, some liliums in four colors, I believe, uh, there's echinacea for three ninety seven. You don't buy echinacea for three ninety seven. No, you don't. Uh-oh. No, but you do today. Yeah, you do. And gosh, uh, there's some there's budlia. But yeah, what, three varieties of budlia, yeah. I think. Yep. Uh, Lobelia, Queen Victoria, Coreopsis, a couple varieties. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And yep. Three ninety seven. Yep. Ninety nine wow. cent four packs. One sixty seven herbs, and you can win your favorite garden wish free. Oh. Enter that today. There's some really cool garden wishes. Yes. Have you, have you decided which one you like the best? Uh, it, it was very hard to uh, decide. I know. Who, who, who could This do that? year I'm leaning toward. Last year I was leaning toward. <laughs> Next year I might try to win. You want to, do you want to go ahead and go down the list of, of uh, Why not? what the possible Why not? wishes are that could be granted? Mary Ann. Yes. You could enter to win your garden wish free here at Prairie Gardens. Wish number one is five, any five Japanese maples or conifers. And and I'm amazed at the colors that you can get from the variety of Japanese maples. Japanese that are out maples there. are almost as pretty in the, well, I shouldn't say almost. They're as pretty in the spring as they are in the fall when they start turning color again. Wow. Oh, Just yeah. beautiful. I agree with that. Wish number two. 
any five ceramic pots up to one ninety nine each. Yeah. There's some big, beautiful new ceramic pots. Oh, uh, my they, gosh. They even put more out yesterday that hadn't yes. been on the floor yet. Honestly. Okay. Absolutely Because I was going to say, you have a bunch out front that I didn't see last Saturday when I was here. Uh, we have just a, an excellent selection of ceramic pots. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yes, do. Wish number three that you could win. Annual and perennial dream garden. Yeah. So, yeah, you choose from... Um, any annuals, perennials, planters, blah, 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 hanging baskets, tropicals, anything. Up to $800. Nice. Isn't that sweet? That's uh, a few cartloads. That's a few cartloads. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the pickup truck, the big one. <laughs> yeah. And invite all the family over to help plant them. <laughs> At <Wish>. least. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Wish number four. Houseplant and accessory dream garden. Which is? You choose from houseplants, pots, soil, macrame hangers. Who knew macrame was coming back? They I'm, are. So I, ba- it's just crazy. And they're beautiful. Uh, they are just really fabulous. The artwork. So plants and plant stands value up to $800. Wish number five. Fruit, veggie, and herb dream garden up to 800 bucks. Wish number six. Any garden accents of your choice. Fountain statuary, any of that stuff. Okay, you're, you're waving your that's hands. The that's I the really, one I really, really would like up this year. Up to 800 year. bucks. I'm sorry, that's just fabulous. <laughs> that Well, any of them would be fun. Yeah, to, they would. Uh, to try to win. And so uh, the entry forms are, how do you describe it? On your way out? Yeah, between the, the registers the and the outdoor selling area. Thank you. You're that's welcome. Nice or just ask any associate and we'll point to the to the spot. A bunch one of entry per customer. Okay. And uh, at the end of the day today, we'll stir them all up from last week and this week, and we'll draw a winner. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Okay, with the uh, Prairie Gardens Spring Open House, you not only have a bunch of great sales going on, you have a lot of interesting, should we call them seminars? Yeah. They're, they're no Classes? in-person uh, presenters, so they're all videos and slideshows. And we've got uh, three different viewing areas set up inside the store so people can be comfortably spaced and socially distant and uh, just some really, really informative ones. I really like the hydrangea just demystified. They're such a popular plant right now. Mm-hmm. It's really, it really helps. And they just keep coming out with more varieties. Oh, my gosh. To appreciate it's crazy. Every year. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. You're right. All right. So... Any common questions uh, this week besides, can I plant this now? <laughs> That's or, pretty common. I think that was number one. Number yeah. one, number two, number three? No, yeah. Well, no, maybe number three, because that was number two also. Number three probably is, should I cover my daffodils? Because we had a couple cold nights. Oh. And, and my advice was we? don't do it because they're smarter than us, and they're not going to be here you know, anyway if it's too cold. Okay. So. So at what point would you have covered them? I mean, so if it got down to 24, 25 for some of us? I think that if it had been under 20, if it had been in the teens, and we've had that happen before. Oh, absolutely. In, mm-hmm. in, in the first week in April. So, but yeah, if it gotten that cold, I might have. And but if we'd maybe even had more growth and if things were further along it, and then it got that cold. Yeah, but they maybe. were fresh out. Most of them, I think in the last mm-hmm. five or six days, most most of the daffs I've seen have come out just in the last five or six days. Yeah. But, you know, mine were... Just I went out yesterday morning to get the newspaper, and they were hanging their little heads. Mm-hmm. And when I got home last night, they were just perked up like crazy. Oh, so, good. You know. Yeah. Uh, they so know we, what they're doing. So we had some containers that were planted with pansies and primrose and snaps and stuff like that. And so we covered them. Uh, Here at the store? Not last night. Nope, at home. Oh. Uh, so 
that would have been Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. Going into it. Uh, water them really well mm -hmm. to make sure they weren't stressed going into it. Sure. And then put some stakes in the pots. Uh, not very tall, but just tall enough to keep the blanket and the towels from laying heavily on them. <laughs> See? You know what? That is the, the really the key thing because I was lazy. I had planted some heucheras and some uh, Japanese painted ferns in a container. Nice. They were really great. But I laid, it was a... Thin sheet. It wasn't a sheet. It was a tablecloth that was fairly woven. Probably linen, knowing you. Of course. No, it was, well, anyway. Freshly ironed. <laughs> <laughs> it had, like, gravy stains ironed? on it. So. <laughs> Not but you. I laid it over the top. And you know what happens? Then that touches sure. the plants. Yeah. So the ferns don't look so well. The, the frost just kind of yeah. like it just kind of went went right, right through. through. Right. Yep. Yep. So, it, what is it about that? Is it the weight of the blanket? Is would a sheet be better, or is it? Well, I think you can have two things. I think you can have, in John's case, I think it just went right through the the covering. Sure. There was no airspace in between it. Yep. Um, and that's yep. the key, the airspace. Yep. Okay. Um, yep. And uh, then sometimes you can get the weight of the particular blanket can be much, especially if you have a heavy frost and you have extra moisture on top of the weight of the blanket. Too. Oh. So, uh, so all I used was some little bamboo stakes I snapped in half because I shoved them down in the soil but didn't want them sticking up more than six or eight inches or 12 inches above the plants at the most and just supported the weight of the well, material. What was your coldest temp, do you think? I, I, about 24 is what I... 24, yeah. wow. Yeah. But anyway, no harm, no foul. Yeah. Everybody was happy. Yeah. yeah, so you were smart. You know, and as how many years have we been gardening and somebody got lazy? Yeah, so it's really not a matter of being smart. It's just saying... Uh, yeah, you know putting better. the concerted you know efforts in. Yeah, you know better. You just don't do well, it. And, and yeah. at the time, finding something that was convenient and handy in order to put the stakes or the props in there, yeah, versus having to go scramble. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, but that's yeah. going to be it. We're we're done. The cold is over. Yeah. Guaranteed by Marianne Metz. <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen. I was uh, watching something uh, about organic. Growing things organically, and what I didn't, what I learned, and I didn't realize, was that seeds can be organic and inorganic. How how is that? Probably not organic, as opposed to inorganic. Oh. But yeah. Okay. What, thank you. You know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, is it because of hybrids or cloning, or why it's would something not? The, it just seems the, like seeds. Something. The culture so practices basic. under which they the plants were grown the previous year. The so when the, when the seeds were harvested and collected, oh. and then, of course, they haven't been treated with anything either right? Uh, after they were grown in a certified organic environment. Okay. Yeah. So the seed packets then that we can find here on the 60-foot wall? We, um, got, we this, got some of both. It's identified. They okay. say organic. Yeah, yeah, they say clearly on the package. And I think, yeah, I can't say with absolute certainty, but I think there's something to be said about growing, quote-unquote, naturally. If you if you can't grow organically, you can at least limit or uh, just eliminate the doubt of what's applied to the the plants that growing season for you. 
So if you if you're if you can find an organic seed and it's available and that's important to you, great. If you can't find one, it's not the end of the world. Doesn't mean you still can't control what er- fertilizers yeah. are applied and no insecticides For or sure. no fungicides or whatever would concern you and yeah. still yeah. control having a healthy crop. So okay, good. you can do it a couple different ways. I I was told you I was walking th- looking for the looking at the daffodils, and there was a one of those bagworms hanging on one of my Japanese maples. Like what? It was from last year, obviously. Oh, it's like what? What's going on? Yeah, how can I not see that? And that was not a tree that got treated with spinosad or furicide no. or anything, right? No, I I didn't. The front yard didn't get treated because I had you know I took an oak tree down and yeah, it was a lot of stuff going on out in front. So. Okay. Yeah. But this year, I gave my lawn the first mow yesterday. Did you? And as I passed my junipers, I your your advice came to mind, like remember to scout. Yeah. And because that's especially where I've found them before. That's a great time worms. to do it, too, because you walk by the same plant several times. Good point. Yeah. You just have to remember it later on when you put the mow yeah. away. Where did I see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, our phone number is 356-9397, 356-WDWS. If you want to join in the conversation, it's fun to hear what everybody's doing in their yards and gardens. I've had a number of long questions this week. Yes, me too. So yeah. it's yeah. it's time, and, and I think we're dry enough to be working in the soil. Don't you? Are or you? Are you? Are you? I, I, have, I didn't get a dig. Well, I didn't so. really dig, but... You just looked at the surface. I looked at the surface. <laughs> she poked her finger in the soil. Not inch. really. I didn't want to. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll fess Not up. Not even that. Well, and I that's, just looked. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the major question. Can I plant this? Can I plant this? And yeah. that's, the, that's the whole thing that we try to advise everybody. Yeah. Don't dig when the soil's wet. And, and temperatures are, pro- are pretty, pretty okay right now for almost anything. And um, just want to be careful with some of the tender things. Well, annuals, that's a different story. We're talking about yeah. perennials and trees and shrubs. But we've had some perennials that were inside the greenhouse with the tropicals, and they're, they might be a little tender. You might want to just try to acclimate them a little bit. But the big issue is the soil uh, moisture. Hmm. So okay. be, just be careful. Okay, good. If it crumbles, it's good. Yeah. It's yeah. that simple, really. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If you can dig a little spot and put it in your hand and you don't have to grip hard like it's a firm handshake, but just crumble it in your hands lightly and if it breaks apart, it's probably safe to plant. It's time. If it gums up, probably need to wait. Wait. Yeah. What about pre emergence? Would you work do pre emergence yet? Mm hmm. Yeah. I would. It's time. Like right now, not I don't think I would have done it too much earlier than right now, but no, I think you're prime time, especially with the temperatures we're looking at coming yeah, up here. Yeah, and soil temps are uh, about ready to allow the uh, stuff to grow, the weeds. Yeah, the I've got germ on, germination on radishes and uh, oh, peas already. Wow. Awesome. So spinach and lettuce are probably just another day or so behind, I would think. Soil temps mm. are 47 and 50 at the 4 and 8 inch levels, so it's we're getting right there. Nice. I'm excited. Let's move on. Let's yeah. do it. I've got to try some of those uh, new red and uh, white, yellow banana uh, potatoes, the fingerling potatoes oh, that are back there. yeah. I left some space open for those, but the Yukon Golds are all on the ground. Yay. But, uh, nice. Got to get some of those tonight here. Yay. Well, it's definitely time to get your potatoes in. I keep thinking about it. 
potatoes, but just because it's still surprising to me how you have to start off sh with a shallow and then and then slowly add the dirt on top as it grows. It just, um, I, I just hadn't heard of a plant growing like that. But then again, I'm and the novice, and not if you, the expert. If, it's, if you're hesitant because you don't have a spot and I don't know where I'm going to put them, Get one of those planting bags that we've got over there. Or just get a large pot Heck or a container. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And just do it in that. Oh. Don't let anything slow you down. And that would be My gosh, no. Okay. Yeah. That would be a little easier to manage, it seems like. Probably. At least, yeah, for, for trying it out the first time. Neat. You know, starting about talking about trying things out. Begonias. John and I, before the show, oh. we're talking about how gorgeous your begonias are. Did you have are. a begonia moment out there? We did. We did. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you have a, a Rex begonia or a Hymalus begonia moment? I think mine was called Rebecca because it was a beautiful bright yellow. It just mm -hmm. made you smile. Nice. <laughs> what did yeah. you like? Yeah. Yeah? I, I, I like the Rex begonias. So. I think the Rex are beautiful. We have a great selection. We do. And are they a perennial or annual? Annual. They are an annual. Yes. Okay. But that means that we can enjoy them throughout the summer and fall or do they prefer the cooler well, temperatures and, and those typically uh you could grow indoors as well begonias the, re the rex the rex begonia, the rex begonia. They're, they're they're mostly about the foliage it, real interesting patterns and colors okay so they mm -hmm. and they sometimes make good house plants you just have to put them in the right place take care of them right okay which is not that hard to do which is not yeah get my advice from the experts beforehand yeah. There you go. And we got another <laughs> truckload of uh, tropicals from Florida in. So we got some nice mandevilla teepees in. Uh, maybe only one kind of gardenia. So the gardenias are still pokey down in Florida. The jasmine are still pokey. But a uh, nice selection of hibiscus bush. Oh, my um, gosh, yes. There was a Hollywood hibiscus standard. Some tree forms out there. And I don't know if that was hot shot or what that red one is. It's yes. really more of a true deep red. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have to go look. I didn't look. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm afraid to. I saw it. It, ca it caught walked right by it. Yeah. It screamed at I you. Can't, you can't help. Take it's me, just full me. of blooms, oh, wow. too. Beautiful so, flowers. It's a nice selection of down. hibiscus 10-inch pots for $13.97. Uh, incredible selection of Boston ferns. 10-inch hanging baskets. Oh, the Boston ferns. They're fabulous. Yeah. yeah. They just look Just fabulous. unbelievable. Like, is that Calabrocoa that she has in her, uh, the Oops. customer over there with her hanging uh, pots? I didn't know. I just saw the red and the pink. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Listen to her. Listen she to her. I get excited. She did it. Colors. <laughs> I knew the name of the flower. <laughs> that was a multicolor one where there's, I believe, three different colors in that same basket. Nice. Yeah, so it's looking really good. That's what's fun about some of these first crops coming out of the greenhouses. You know, you think, well, it's early, so they're not going to be large. But sometimes Wrong. you're getting the cream off the crop here. And yeah. it's these, this, the early plant ones that are just bursting. And, you know, and we're a little bit more aggressive about being able to bring some things in because we have this great facility here uh, yeah. to keep them healthy. Uh, so you can, that's why you sometimes <laughs> see some incredible, incredible baskets early on. Yes, you do. We've and got that them. was one of them. That was one of them. Of many. Yeah. Mini. Mini, mini. So perennials, you've got uh, all the perennials are on sale. We talked about the half-gallon pots that are on sale today for just three ninety-seven. But yeah. everything else in the perennial family is 20 at, to 40% off. At least 20, yeah. And we have a great selection of peonies right now. I've had several people ask me about peonies, but we do have a great selection right now. Yes, yes. we do. 
And they are acclimating outside as of yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so we waited until uh, yesterday to start to move a few things out. And we'll keep an eye on them. And if we feel like we have to protect them or cover them or bring them in, we will. But I think at least for the foreseeable, we're saying we're out. So I hope we don't have and to. And we hope we're staying out. I, yeah, I hope we don't all have to bring our sheets for the next couple of weeks. I <laughs> don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> a hustling <laughs> And our bamboo sticks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, oh, while we're talking about what you have in the store, the Easter lilies, as oh. tomorrow is Easter, I thought I'd bring up. Wow, do, they have so many blooms on them. I I don't know if I've seen so many on on Easter lilies before. I, well, aren't they beautiful? Y- yes. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> and they smell so stinking the good. The fragrance is beautiful. Yeah. We had a, a new batch just come in, what, about 4 o'clock yesterday? Yes. So... We've got a good selection right now if anybody wants to add some or if there's any churches that are open that didn't uh, plan for having some um, in the church. It. We've got a nice selection right now. So, really and, and, yeah, we have the, the traditional size that we we typically carry, but two sizes uh, larger also. One of them has three in it, doesn't it? Yeah, there's some 10-inch yes. pots with wow. three. Those are just I think those are the ones three I large bulbs looking in at. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, and you know the greatest thing about those? What? You can plant them out in your garden. Yeah, they're actually perennials. Who knew? So if Easter you, lilies. Yeah. So yeah. if you were gonna oh. if you were gonna plant one in your garden, what would you do to try and help ensure its success? Well, first of all, yeah, how much sunlight would would they need? Well, lilies are typically full sun plants. Okay. Um, I I would enjoy it as as long as they possibly could inside until sure. the flowers are gone. Yeah. You? yeah. 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 Then I start acclimating it to outdoors. Okay. And then I'd probably put it in the ground. I think just directly in the ground is the easiest way yeah, to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And is it the kind of plant that likes to stay moist, or is it okay to, to let it completely dry out the soil, I mean, that it's planted in? In the container, it's it's good to uh, let it not dry out, dry out, but you don't want it to be wet all the time. You no. brought the, the bulb. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look at that. I've got to point these out. So I love them. These are the best plant protector for some new transplants out oh. there. And it's something that we saw. It, somebody was trying to sell it as actually as a lampshade. That's what it was made for. <laughs> what? It was a country-style lampshade where you'd put the bulb in the socket down below and mm. have it in here running out. No way. Exposed way. bulbs are like so in right now. Oh, yeah. And when it. you're a gardener, you look at everything through a gardener's eyes. Yes, you do. And we said... <laughs> Plant Done. protector. Done. <laughs> so this, cool. this is a rigid chicken wire uh, plant protector. It's The base is maybe eh, nine inches across in diameter or something like that. Yep. So it's not going to house your plants forever. But if I had a little uh, mouse ears hosta yes. that I, or any other miniature hosta I didn't want those pesky rabbits to be eaten on, or if I had some cabbage transplants or broccoli and I wanted to keep them away, boom, it's heavy enough. It's probably not going to blow. Could, you oh. certainly consider a stone or a brick on top of it. Or I could take the other half of those bamboo stakes and just jam them yeah. through the wires on an oh, angle. Yeah. Or some landscape pins. Yeah, landscape pins. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, pretty cool. And I think we've only got about 100 of them left. They're selling quite well. Uh, they are. I saw somebody pick up a dozen I, or so I, the other day. I keep saying, oh, i got to make a sign and tell people what they are. But they're already seeing what they are. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a lampshade. Well, it's gardeners. I mean, you, you said that, you said it. Yeah. <laughs> we look at everything like that. Yeah, but they're pretty cool. <laughs> they are indeed. Pesky wabbits. Show and tell. Yeah. So it's, uh, uh, it's basically, it's black, 
painted, but it's uh, it's basically chicken wire. Yep. So it's not going to be so showy like a, a, a just regular chicken wire, which has that silver, silver coloration, yeah. stands out a little more. Yeah. This black is just going to fit right in. You yeah. know, it's just going to be it could be a, a fashion point. statement. You it know? actually is really pretty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus they'll stack. So if you bought a dozen or more and you want to yeah. store them when you're done with them for the season. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. And they're going to last for several, several seasons at least. So, okay, tell me, how much are they? One ninety nine. Ooh. That's all? Yep. <laughs> no wonder people yes, are walking you get, out with you a get all of that <laughs> for one ninety nine. Nice, yeah. And and where do you have them? Uh, they're back by the chicken wire and the garden stakes and supports. Okay, okay, yeah. good. So to know. right where they belong, you know, right in the protection area. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, uh, and you can text us at three five one five three five seven. In uh, the News Gazette this morning, where Ryan Pankow discusses the forsythias i these always catch my attention every spring because they just bloom in that beautiful bright yellow aren't they fabulous yes how long do they bloom what's their i mean i'm um, not i don't mean blue she can't how wait long to are say they it. yellow it just <laughs> depends <laughs> you knew it was gonna come what's it depend upon marianne the weather and as oh my in? gosh so specifically. So sometimes they'll be at the at the wrong stage or the right stage, and the the cold will come in like we had this last couple nights. This wasn't cold enough to affect the flowers on for say the last couple nights, but okay. that can happen. And the wind. So and if it gets too warm and stays too warm too early, exactly, oh. then they just blast and then go they away. Go away, yeah. So so perfect temperatures would be if it got down in the. 30s or 40s in the evening yep. and probably stayed in the 60s during the day and didn't yep. get up in the 70s or 80s. Hey, and guess what? Well, I think that's what we're going to have for the next week. next week. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, there are forsythium bloom everywhere. I, the, 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 those shrubs have just been fabulous. Yes. Truly. And are they full sun? Do they want full sun? They'd prefer they that. they prefer that, yes. Okay. You know, they're, they're a plant that's been around for a long time, so many of them, and so often when they're planted, they'll be in full sun, but then... As the next decade or two moves along, then sometimes they're not getting so much sun anymore. And I've seen them do pretty well they still in okay. three or four hours of sun. Yeah, and okay. Do okay. Yeah. Not bad. In fact, I had a customer looking for something to go with a forsythia that was, she, she called it shade. And I said, well, I, I think that that's going to be difficult. And forsythia don't do so well in shade. She said, well, mine's doing fine. So talking to her, I, I we, we developed the, the idea that she's not so much in full shade but she has a little bit of shade okay so they tolerate a little bit of shade a lot of things will yeah good let's say they're full sun right but see that's what rules are meant to be broken you know <laughs> okay true that but but and you know that's one of the common things that people ask about uh i'm not getting any blooms yeah. on my forsythia yes and what has happened then you're into the conversation and they've 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 pruned it like in the middle of the summer or or right early in the spring before it leaves out. Oh, so okay. what you're doing is cutting off the, the blossoms. And what's the rule of thumb? To prune. prune. You know Tamara. Prune prune after it blooms? There you go. Ooh. You guys, you listen, don't you? That's it. Yeah. It, they if don't you're just not listen. Sure. They live it, Marianne. They just so live tickled. it. <laughs> Let's go to the phones <laughs> at 356-9397, where uh, Rena is calling in from Champaign. Hey, good morning, Rena. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. I, um, I understand you have, I a, have question a question about, about mulch. 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 Okay. 
Um, we have shredded hardwood mulch uh, around the foundation of our house, and um, we usually put a top dressing on every year or two. But I've noticed that the top layer of the old mulch kind of cakes and sticks together, and I wonder if it's okay to put new mulch over that, or do I need to break it up or do anything with it? I just put it on top. Me too, and have, as a matter of fact. I, I had the same thing happen in my yard, Rena. Just just put, put your top dress over it. And the moisture still goes through that caking or that compacted Absolutely. area but it does it by when it does do that it helps keep some of the weeds from coming up as readily too so there's some advantages to that but so i would just save some growth of other plants no your ornamentals are going to pop right through and do their thing so i would just uh in fact the more you disturb it the more you are apt to bring some weed seeds to weed the surface right. that yep. could germinate so oh. i think i would just probably take advantage of it doing what it's doing and top dress it and not disturb those bacteria that are at the proper depth that they want to be living at and uh, benefiting the plants. Yeah. Okay, thank you. You're yeah. welcome. Thanks for calling in, Rena. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the weekend. Oh, for sure. That's Three, my favorite five. mulch, hardwood. Is it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mine too. Good. Good to know. Mine too. Ooh, cool. <laughs> All right. 3569397 is our phone number or you can text 351 Five three five seven. Uh, somebody texted in. I'd like to remove a large area of vinca. It's fifteen feet by fifteen feet, and they want to replace it with perennials and shrubs. How best to remove the vinca? That's from Dennis. I think it's because vinca can be an annual, but would no. the, would it be some? Well, that's probably not, not this one. Well, that's probably not what right, they're talking about. But I'm, right, but it's it's a, can be, but it. Oh, can also be any genus has its things going on. So a perennial or just recent. So he's talking about a okay. probably the most popular common ground cover. ground cover that we sell. Yeah, is vinca major. I dig it vinca up and minor, sell it. I'm sorry, vinca minor. Yeah. Dig vinca it up minor. and sell it. <laughs> it was fifteen by fifteen. <laughs> yeah, wow. It, I, I would consider just <laughs> no. planting in it and not getting rid of it too. Well, eh. that's a that that's a consideration. Uh, I've had the same thing that I wanted to eradicate uh, some the English ivy. Yes, uh, I had pretty a lot of success by laying down cardboard over the top and then mulching it heavily. Oh, and then as Steve said, you could maybe consider taking certain spots where you want to actually add some plants. You know, dig that out and then. That way you don't have to dig up 15 feet by 15 feet. So okay. So black plastic could work. It could smother or it. Or plastic, not black necessarily. White plastic, black. So if we didn't start suggesting, oh, do this and do that, if they wanted to get rid of it, how would you guys get rid of it? Round up. Yeah. 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 Okay. Probably a couple applications to do the job. It's yep. probably... At least a couple applications. And probably wouldn't get great results this early. Probably would need to wait yeah. another wait few weeks. A couple weeks, wait yeah. Wait temps are a little warmer. Yep. Until it's more, more actively growing. Actively growing, so it'll take in the chemical. So that's one possibility. The possibility is smothering it, like you said. But that could take... A long time. A couple years. <laughs> Three. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Or at least some pretty intense heat and no light. 
I, I drought. Think it, it makes and me think. I, the first thing it. that jumped in my yeah. mind was was Ed Kelly, and getting out the flamethrower. Right. I, was just <laughs> it would come back. <laughs> and, and I guess that's where I, my mind starts to go. I, I wonder if there's any way I can be happy with both because uh, it's an aggressive ground cover. Yes, it is. But Thank if I God. take care of the shrubs, my shrubs can do fine in there. And some perennials I choose would do well. Some would be a little bit more challenged. And it would keep me from having any low-growing perennials because the vinca would probably take over. But if I had some taller perennials, it would be 15 inches, 18 inches, or two feet or more. They could be okay in there. You could grow hostas in there just fine. It, it's not the look I, I'm after myself. I'd probably be um, mowing it all down and then and then getting the rototiller. <laughs> and then wow. I, you still you wouldn't get it because the roots are pretty involved. So if she, if she didn't... Use a chemical, didn't use an herbicide to kill it. She just tried to till it up and then rake it all out. You're never going to get all the roots out, no. right? No. So you'll have it re- coming up, and then you might find yourself either treating those areas with a chemical or doing it again or yeah. doing it again. Or it's just going to be a, a tough one. That's so it. would you work around it and plant in it, or would you move? Would you just sell your house? What I, would you do? I'd probably just sell, sell my house. Your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably would too. <laughs> That's terrible. That's a terrible answer, but you know it's gonna it's gonna just take time, a lot of time it's and effort. It's that pervasive. Yeah, and and it's a it's consistent, I guess. I, yeah. But it's a good look. Aggressive. I mean, it just just depends on what, if if you're tired of it, you want to move on to perennials. Mm-hmm. I, the easiest thing to do would be like Steve is suggesting. I this is not the kind of look that I like, but so I probably would just move. But um, yeah, just trying to get into <laughs> places and planting something. Any excuse to start a new garden bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I oh, see. look, the grass died. I can plant something. <laughs> hey, I'm curious because you said a customer came in and they were wondering, uh, they wanted suggestions as to what they should plant with their forsythia. Uh-huh. What did you recommend? What did you come up with? What well, kind of we, ideas? We ended up with a uh, Wygella, but uh, only because we uh, discussing the sun situation that it was actually enough sun to to most plants would shrubs would tolerate so real pretty white uh, variegated leaf it's a green leaf with a white margin and and then a a a flower bud the white jillas are almost always a a pinkish rose flower of different shades Um, this had a a dark pink bud and opened up to a light pink flower it's really a lovely combination on the photograph but it's going to be a nice addition to her and they'll bloom at the same time no okay not even close. Okay. So that, what that means is she'll have color in that area over different periods of time. Oh. There's not a lot of things that bloom okay. as early as a forsythia. You, no. you get some not more really. things coming on the tail end of the forsythia. Exactly. If they last for weeks or a month. Yes. But that, that first week or 10 days, there's, you know, there's bulb plants that are blooming. Sure. There's some early perennials like hellebores and... Yeah, and John's got a lot of wildflowers that were blooming here recently that would fall into that category. But you know, you'll, you're just starting to see some magnolias starting to show some color. I I was paying attention this morning to two trees that I passed, the big Salangiana, big pink flowered magnolias, and I'm just mm. keeping my fingers crossed that they didn't get hit by that cold the last couple nights. And I'm going to guess at 24, 25, they're probably okay. Probably, probably. So we'll see. But yeah, the magnolias. Um, you know, I had some. I have some 
all the bulbs that I planted last fall, the hyacinths came up. They're just uh, they're blooming with the daffodils. It's just a really lovely combination. Oh, that is beautiful. So, yeah, it really is nice. And how tall do hyacinths get? This is not the grape hyacinth. The grape hyacinth is the short one. This okay. is just the the big fat hyacinth. You know, the big round guy that's probably about eight inches ish. Eight inches. And then around is kind of a um, a cone shape of flowers. Okay. Small flowers. This smells oh, really nice. good. Okay. Good. So there's, you know, there's early, that that would be something that blooms with Prasithia. But I can't think of any other shrubs that, well, no, quince blooms a little bit later. Just a little bit later, but it should quince. be coming up. Yeah, I think in the last part of the Prasithia, you'll see color. Yeah. Things that you can plant with. It's just yeah. that early part where you're just you just don't, yeah. Lack it a little bit. Okay. Hey, we have a text at three five one five three five seven. My peonies are the old double flower variety, and they fall over to the ground as soon as they bloom. Now's the time to do something about that. <laughs> okay. Yes, it is. Do you have any newer red varieties that stay standing after blooming? Or, yeah, what is your advice also for the peonies that do fall over? Well, That's what my mom had, too. We, I, I'm pretty sure we have red charm. Don't know about red grays. Those are really, really true reds. But um, there, there are also older varieties, but they are stronger stem. And the newer varieties, I don't, I don't remember if we have a, a real red red, but they call it the kind of um, purpley. What kind of color do you want to call it? Rose? Rosy yeah. burgundy. They, they always call those reds. And I, yeah. I just never got it. I, but, I would yeah. just get the color I want, and I would use some plant supports. And the reason I'd say, and get them on now, because the peonies are coming up. And are out of the ground in many cases, and I'd get those grid rings and located let, above it, and, and let just the let the plant grow, grow right through it. it. Yeah. Yep. Then oh. I, then right I, now. But like, don't yeah. wait two weeks. No. Get it done now. Now, absolutely. Before well, they get too tall. My coral charm is probably five inches tall. Oh yeah. So it's screaming I can out believe of the that. ground. Just crazy. And and some of the older varieties you can't beat. The, the colors and, and forms of the flowers are just beautiful and usually very fragrant. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's worth it just to get a, pe a peony ring. So these supports that we're talking about, these peony rings, there's a couple different kinds. But early on, I think the most effective ones are the ones that have the dividing wires in between them. So they're a circle that's maybe about 16 or 18 inches in diameter, typically three legs, and it's typically one circle. And you just position that over the plant. The plant just goes right through it. And it's not limited to peonies. It's it's appropriate for any perennial that's going to be floppy, sure. yeah. if you will. But you want to get it on before the plant gets some size to it because it's really hard to thread the plant yeah. up through that ring. And if you're late, we have some peony rings, uh, folding ones, that don't have the grid supports in the middle. They're still going to do a pretty good job. Yeah. I just don't think they're as effective as the ones that uh, where the they can grow through. It. Yeah. yeah. But and you know there's a, a a method of of plant support that is such a natural thing to do and it it just it's not so uh, not garish but um, if you trim your trees and you have branches that are long enough just stick them in the ground around the plant yeah and then you can use a lot of times some jute jute yeah, string you can oh. use jute it's just tie, it's just, just you know you you have the branching on the on the on the stem and it's just a nice way to support that is nice. And just, yeah. Mary Ann Stewart gives you another tip for garden living. 
Can everybody see my tongue sticking out? Marianne Stewart, like Martha, you mean? <laughs> Actually, you know where I saw that for the very first time was uh, um, I happened to be on, on a garden tour in, in uh, London, and we saw just a ton of, of well, we were in England, so we saw English gardens. Go <laughs> <laughs> figure. <laughs> but it just, hardly a garden I went into didn't have that kind of thing going on. It was just so charming. That is charming. Yeah. Using a branch to help yeah. prop up your So you're pruning your, your trees and shrubs. Use them. Right. Don't throw them away. Okay. So. Good advice. Ants, though, that's the thing that just kind of gives me a little bit of the heebie-jeebies because the ants just love at least the peonies in my yard. and But there isn't really anything you can do for that, is there? Why would you want to? Because do, are they good for the plant? They have a purpose. Oh, really? Okay. And what would that purpose be, Steve? <laughs> to give... To give her the heebie-jeebies? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually, I I remember when I I was in the business of, of the nursery business where we grew peonies, 100 acres of them. Oh, gosh. Um, I actually would have people call and say, do you sell ants? What? Because they thought they had to have ants to open up the flowers, which was not, is not true. The ants are just attracted to the sap that comes out of the flower buds. Okay. That's that's all. Huh. But i got to tell you, on that, that 100 acres of peonies, I never saw ants. Wow. I, I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. I know. I, I, you know, I say that all the time, and I think it might not have been a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I'm kind of like, what? I don't know. I'm kind of N- thinking. Nuclear if waste. You, if yeah, you found them, go ahead well, and sell you know, them. Seriously, we didn't use chemicals. That's I mean, where that twitch is coming t- from. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. I'll try to stop. <laughs> uh, well, we are just about out of time. I know we have a few texts left. And uh, and let's give out the phone number real quick for Prairie Gardens. It is 217, because you have to dial that these days, you know. I know. 217-356-6532. Okay. He almost forgot. I so. was going to tell you a different number. But, oh, well, we don't want to do that. And today is the last day of the spring open house. We're open until 6 o'clock today, and we are closed tomorrow, Easter Sunday. So come on out today and get your stuff so maybe tomorrow afternoon you can mm-hmm. get out and play Dig. outside. Easter lilies. Yeah. Easter lilies. We have Easter lilies. We've got They're one of the specials beautiful. going on today, 99-cent, four packs of annuals, vegetables, and flowers. Yep. $1.67, three-and-a-half-inch pots of herbs. Uh, nice selection out there. Yes. 25% off all deciduous rubs. Every dis- Every hydrangea, every forsythia, all that stuff going on. Uh, 30% off cactus and succulents. Um, Lots of good things inside and out. Tropicals, 25 off. Boston Ferns, 13.97. Wow. Oh, they're nice, too. Oh, they're so pretty. Mm -hmm. And lots of interesting seminars going on uh, here at Prairie Gardens. And those are just kind of cycling throughout the day. So stop by and take a look at those if you like. You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with our experts Mary Ann Metz, John Weisgarber, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leake. Up next, Saturday Sports Talk here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. If you want to send us an email, our address is plantexperts at wdws.com. And a podcast of this show, as well as previous shows, will be available at wdws.com. Have a great weekend and happy Easter.